Hey beautiful people, I hope you're doing so well and welcome to True Fulfillment Podcast. I'm your host Daisy Cross, transformational life coach, professional hypnotist and a teacher of Kundalini Yoga and Meditation. So for this podcast, I'm going to share a poem with you all. And I wrote this poem a while back now, and it was a commitment to myself when I chose Daisy, when I chose my goals, dreams, and my higher vision and purpose for my life. And the way that I visualize it is that I literally drew a non-negotiable line in the sand. I stood over it and I promised myself I would never, ever go back to my self-sabotaging, stinking habits again. From that day onwards, it was above and beyond for me. So I'd love to open up and share that poem with you all. But before that, I wanted to talk a little about the two motivating factors that primarily motivate people to change. And usually we are driven by two motivating factors from a complete state of pain and we are driven to motivate from a state of inspiration. And having the gift of being blessed to have worked with hundreds and hundreds of people more often, usually the motivating factor that begins to set the wheels in motion for change and transformation is usually because we are in so much emotional pain that we have no other option. Usually we leave it this late. No, I see it so often. We wait till our lives get that bad that just the thought of stepping back into that job tomorrow morning just makes us sick to that stomach or just the thought of staying one more day in that relationship leads us to falling deeper and deeper into a depressive and sad state or indulging in bad habits for years, right? And not looking after ourselves. And then the day comes where our doctor results don't look the best. And it's not until we actually get that diagnosis, which is then when we kickstart our journey into self-love, self-nurturing and self-care. Usually it's when the pain gets that bad and when we've hit our lowest point, only then we finally put our hand up for help. And that's the day then we usually reach out for that life coach, reach out for that psychologist, or just to open up and to just admit to ourselves that we are destined for more and that the actions that we're currently doing, they, they just aren't working anymore. And what people put up with and some of the sacrifices we make at times are just terrifying. And I learned this from my own mom's journey, you know, when she was diagnosed with cancer after years of neglect, running after and looking after everyone else except herself. Our bodies are strong and very resilient and they can cop a whopping. However, they will eventually begin to talk to us and then they will yell and then they'll scream, you know, and usually to cope with emotional pain, we use coping strategies as ways to distract ourselves from feeling what's there. You know, we run and run for so long, usually 10, 20, maybe even 30 years, we use vices such as alcohol, the sugar hit, the drugs, the sex, the smokes as avoidance strategies. And we control and restrict our pain through other self-abusive actions, such as bulimia, anorexia, and other disordered eating habits. These vices, they give us a hit for maybe a second, but the hit wears off and we are left starving for more. It's a very unsustainable way of living and our nervous systems can only cope with so much. There comes a turning point in our lives when we are just so done with running and avoiding. And usually this is because the dopamine hit we used to get just becomes less and less. And so we need more and more. We think to ourselves, you know, I, I thought life was gonna be different. I didn't sign up for a life like this. I myself, I had a huge wake up call when I fell into depression and insomnia at 17. 
It was at that moment when I was literally on two to three hours of sleep a night for three years and so much emotional, mental pain when I finally put my hand up for help and I laid on my knees and I said a prayer and it was then I kick-started a meditation journey. I then copped another blow at 22 when my mum passed and I just remember hitting my lowest point and at that moment it was such a big realization to me that no one was coming to save me, that I had to be my own victory. And that was the day I embarked on the most unfamiliar and unwalked path yet, the journey of self-love and forgiveness. I want you to know that it doesn't have to be like this. You don't have to wait for a diagnosis to change. You don't have to wait till that relationship gets that bad, that you can be motivated to change now from a place of inspiration. Realizing that you weren't made to just survive. Who just wants to survive? You were born to thrive. There's a few key questions that I encourage people to ponder. Are there any vices you find yourself leaning on, right? The alcohol, the chocolate, the sugar hits, the, the, sh- the, the binges and the purges. You know, these habits can be very much unconscious or usually a lack of control, but we're very conscious of them. And usually um, they happen behind closed doors as well or very late at night and usually very stressed during the day and then we come home and then we indulge. You know, are there any vices that you're currently leaning on, you know, either consciously or unconsciously? And then ask yourself, what thoughts and emotions would surface if I took the vice away, right? What would unleash? What have I been running away from for years? What needs my attention here? And what's been knocking at the door of my heart? And then just gently begin inquiring into your emotional, mental and physical health. We very rarely do this. We, we, we very rarely just check in with ourselves, right? As soon as we get up in the morning, our eyes are open. Then we're like on gun-ho at the expense of the prefrontal cortex, at the expense of the monkey mind, ticking things off our to-do list that we forget to just check, just to check in with our emotional and our mental health how am I doing? What have you been putting up with for way too long? I'd then like you to contemplate the following questions. What has living this way been costing me? What are my family costs, my well-being costs, my relationships, emotional and freedom costs, maybe even financial costs? And if I keep going down this path, what could happen to me in my life? Where could I end up? And where could my relationships end up? These questions make us stop and think about where we are headed if we don't change and what our future could look like. You know, just these realizations begin to set the wheels in motion for change to begin to take place. Realizing that 95% of the time, you know, we are choosing to live this way. They, They are choices that we are making. The journey of change and transformation requires a lot of tiny little action steps in the right direction. Change and transformation is the journey of unlearning old habits and relearning new habits and beliefs that are aligned with our goals and aligned with the woman and the man who we are destined to become. I invite you also to begin to contemplate one or two action steps that you can begin doing today that will steer you in the direction that's towards a better life. What can you begin doing today that will begin to change your destiny, that will begin to steer you onto a new path? You know, it could be just admitting to yourself that your current habits just aren't working anymore. 
in that you actually really do deserve a better life. It could be just reaching out to someone for help, you know, that therapist, that, that life coach. It could be just putting on your brave pants and having that conscious non-negotiable conversation with your partner. And it's really important to keep yourself accountable as well. Maybe tell a friend or a family member or a loved one to keep yourself accountable towards your action steps, which can be a very, very powerful step to take. Realizing that the beautiful gift is that every day is a new day to begin again and to start over. Every day gifts us with a new opportunity to choose new empowering actions that are aligned with our greatest dreams and goals. We are brand new everyday team. And remember, this is like being babies again, right? We're unlearning old habits and relearning new habits that are aligned with with our ultimate well-being, with, with who we choose to be in the world. And you know, we might fall and stumble the first, second, maybe even maybe even the month or so, but all good team. As soon as you open up your eyes in the morning, brand new every day. And I want to share with you now the poem I wrote um, that I mentioned just earlier on in this podcast. And I wrote this poem, like I mentioned, when I literally drew a line in the sand and I committed to new habits that are aligned with the woman who I was so destined to become. And sure, team, it's been uncomfortable at times, you know, however, anything new is unfamiliar and we must step into new territory. We must step into the unfamiliar in order to expand into our next level. And it's so worth it. And I just want to mention that this poem is also for all my sisters out there who are breaking free from the beauty industry and ultimately taking back their power. I hope you enjoy it. As I step out of line and into my light, I give a permission to allow myself to self-ignite, to release oppression and to free myself from suppression. This has become my obsession. As I say yes to my dreams, vision and life's calling, I allow myself to feel the fullness of my God-blessed calling. All you women, can you hear me speak? For so long, we have felt so weak. There is no time for self-sabotage or victimization. There's a new paradigm in town and we stand for unity, purpose and co-creation. Break the chains of beauty standards, smash the ceiling of deprivation, body abuse and self-manipulation. Darling, why are you believing a lie? Your self-worth is not rooted in your looks, your certification or your books. It's all a game to keep you small so that you don't expand too big or grow too tall. I've suppressed myself for way too long. This is my rising as I sing my God-blessed song. I've got a powerful message to share and we'll shout it out and we'll ignore all you who don't care. Haters can hate, but it's not about you anyway. It's about something much, much greater than us. So do the children and mama earth a favor and ignore all those that tell you to hush. God is calling us lightworkers to step up and serve. This is my anthem as I drop this next verse. 16,000 children are dying of starvation per day, while laborers in Africa still only get $1.90 in pay and untouchable women in India still get beaten, raped and don't even get a say. While many can't even afford a pad, and did I mention that 3 billion animals suffer during slaughter each day? Isn't that unjust as sad? 
It's the 2000s. Why is this still happening? It's time to say goodbye to that old age bullshit. Sound the bells, there's new kids in town. We are the change as we create the new world of hope, freedom, healing, and transformation. I'm stepping into the new paradigm of self-ignited liberation. Your sister in transformation, Daisy. Kick ass, pray deeply, and love hard and say yes to the higher vision and the higher calling for your life. We need you more than ever. Bless you.